0: On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. life I love is making music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Again, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. Again, continuing with our Stories from Home series, since no one has any really good travel stories tonight. We're talking with Rodney Wilkinson, a fellow road warrior. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And guess what? None of us are still traveling, so we're still not doing travel stories. We're continuing with our stories from home series. And tonight, we've got a a good friend of mine, a gentleman named Rodney Wilkinson, a fellow road warrior and beer guy. And so we're going to invite him in, have him talk to us a little bit tonight. And of course, first question out of the mouth, Rodney, is uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I've been a road warrior for close to 20 years. I am in the software business as well as you, and I am going not being stuck here at home. (laughs) And where is home? Where do you live? About an hour south of Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. So it's sunny and 80 degrees, I'm guessing, right? It
1: was over the weekend, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's rainy and cold.
0: So who do you have at home with you family-wise, if any family at all?
1: Well, um, the wife is a a small business owner. She owns a horse boarding business here on the 100-acre Wilkinson Ranch. And she also does... Doggy daycare and dog boarding, that business is completely shut down. But of course, we still have um, we still have the horses, chickens, goats, dogs, and cats. Both sons are home. Finn and Lars. Lars is a senior in high school, and has been stuck at home. And for some reason, they're still not online learning, which I they're trying to get that spun up, but that still hasn't started yet. And Finn was supposed to go back to university in germany over spring break but that was canceled and of course all flights are grounded so all four of us are um basically trying not to kill each other here while we're while we're talking. <laughs> so
0: is there any timeline for him going back to germany i mean is there any updates or
1: no it's just as bad if not worse over there than it is here right now wow
0: man it's just it's it's amazing. We've talked to a couple other people that it's amazing how roughly within seven days, uh, this just kind of all completely made a turnaround. Kids here work for one of the major theme parks in the Orlando area. They haven't been working. I guess this is going on three weeks. And so just, yeah, within a period of seven days, I, I know you and I have talked quite a bit. We never thought three weeks ago that we would, you know, we thought we'd be back to work and doing what I, we did. I did. Yes. So how's the social distancing impacted you day to day wise? Have you done any, any habits? I know you're also a marathoner.
1: Um, have you had chances to run? I have a treadmill, but you know, that gets old awfully quick. Um, they canceled a Pittsburgh marathon. And if you want to, you can do it virtually. So you can put one of those step trackers on and have a pace car drive for you, uh, drive, in front of you and you can do the marathon virtually and then upload it to this system and it'll tell you how you placed and then they'll send you the medal in the mail. Oh man, I was,
0: I was reading something on one of the sites. There was a gentleman overseas that was supposed to be doing a marathon and he's, he's, I think it was in Italy. He's on self containment. So he ran the marathon on his balcony and yeah, I it, saw that article as well. It I took him like six hours because he could never build any speed. Up. Like, <laughs> God, wow! And I saw the you know they did some virtual NASCAR racing. I think uh, we did a social hour last night, you and I, with with a bunch of other guys, and we were talking about virtual NASCAR racing as well. A lot of people are adapting and doing things a little bit, little bit different. And is this the longest you've been home in twenty years? You think?
1: Absolutely. Yes. And it, it it I can't believe how much of a culture shock it it really is to to not have your daily routine, see the people, do the visits, have the you know, the social activity with your coworkers in the hotel and after work. It it really is a shock to the system. I didn't think it would be as bad as it is. I haven't oh. gone out and bitten anybody to death naked in the street <laughs> yet, like that guy in Sri Lanka. But there's sad. always tomorrow.
0: There is. The day's not over. Why I usually say thank you, Florida, because most anything living in Florida, anything weird that happens seems to, to emanate from here. And I can't I can't believe that guy was in Sri Lanka and just had pretty much had enough of it before he went pretty much sideways. So have you had time to do any uh honeydews or any chores that that needed attention?
1: Well, I wanna thank you for um inspiring my wife to organize the spice cabinet. She did that after I told her that you did. And then another one of my friends I told about and he went and he actually did it alphabetically. So he one-upped us on that. Oh,
0: he's probably alphabetizes all his DVDs as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I swept under the, uh, the fridge the other night.
0: That's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Probably found some, uh, I don't know. In my house there'd probably be some half eaten peanuts and some Ritz crackers that just somehow the dogs don't get and they get kicked underneath the fridge.
1: A lot of a lot of catnip toys from the cat.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. We've got I don't know how many for Christmas. We got two dogs here, and we got the 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 dogs a bucket of tennis balls. And I I swear to God they're multiplying. I we can't get rid of them. And everywhere you look, move something. There's another tennis ball underneath a, a sofa
1: or a chair. It's out of control. And even the, though it's March, I opened the pool. I did that.
0: Okay. And that's uh we've got, you know, of course, being in Florida, we've had people swim in the the better part. We've already actually yesterday we had the big snake incident of twenty twenty. My wife's been working from home for the last couple of days. She's in the uh the education business. So of course they they're been doing a lot of Zoom meetings. But she called me out about four, four thirty. And typically I sound like Napoleon Dynamite with a, uh, and so I go, Do I do I need uh do I need shoes? And she goes, Yeah. So I put on shoes. I go outside and she's pointing to the bushes. She goes, do you see the snake over there? And I'm like, I don't have my glasses. So I go back in, I go out the front door of the house and sure enough, there's probably about a four foot black snake. I mean, nothing. and so what does it do? As soon as it sees me, it turns and starts slithering at a high speed towards (laughs) her. And she had been watering the grass, so she takes off running and does, a, <laughs> does a, 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 a basically an ass over tea kettles across the backyard, and then it quickly became that I picked up the snake and threw the snake at her. So uh, I hope you have that on video. That's how things are doing around Chateau Relax, so it's uh, nonstop adventures. I have, I actually, this morning, I, when I, I did my morning uh, walk, I usually walk a couple miles. I grabbed a, a trash bag and picked up trash along the main street. So it was quite interesting. I came up, you know, we were talking the other night about the Corona 15, people putting on 15 pounds. I found a Domino's box on the side of the road. And then just down from that was a bottle of Slim Fast. And then apparently a lot of the the ladies in our neighborhood played Drunko or Bunko because there was just an endless supply of single serving box wine. So that's, I can't wait for tomorrow. I got to figure out some kind of activity to do in the morning before I start work. So any, any meals that you have,
1: uh, that you've cooked? My wife being German is a excellent cook. Oh, uh, so I tend to give her that responsibility and then I will do the grilling on the weekends because I love to grill out on the grill.
0: Yeah, okay. I know, uh, one of the guys that we're both mutual friend of ours, he's been doing a lot. He's got one of the Treger pellet grills. He keeps doing a lot of ribs and we've done uh, several of the good old beer can chickens as well as uh, some kielbasa and stuff like that. So that is the one different, I can't like, again, having never been home this long in so many years, I didn't realize how much cooking is involved in a, in a household.
1: And you go to a lot of cooking classes, so you should come back with a, a lot of good ideas to try.
0: We did. We actually, we had just gone to a, a class up in savannah about two weeks ago making shrimp and grits and actually i was on my way back from that class heading up to new jersey that next morning when they called us off the road but yeah we always enjoy i think tonight we're going to probably
1: do some fajitas or or something like that so have
0: you hit your breaking point yet or
1: no no not yet i mean yeah there's a little more friction in the house with the two boys who are both basically adults and the two of us but We understand under the circumstances that we're probably actually doing pretty good and that we are blessed that, you know, he's not stuck over in Germany because had he been over there and some something gone sideways and let's just say he did get sick, we'd be trapped here and we wouldn't be able to go see him.
0: You see, I mean, I've seen several newborn being delivered where the, the husbands aren't allowed in the room and stuff and yeah, you just, you don't realize I mean, yeah, you can't do anything. You know, typically, as much traveling as you and I do, my parents are maybe seven, eight hours away. It's not a big deal to get there. But now suddenly when you can't get there, I mean, typically getting over to Germany is not a big deal. But suddenly when you can't do it, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a real game changer. Would you get on a plane right now?
1: With the coronavirus right now?
0: Yeah, if somebody said, hey, we need you to fly, would you get on a plane?
1: I would. I would if I had a mask, and then I, of course I would sanitize everything, and and, and be as you know conscious and risk averse as possible. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would not get on a plane. On a
0: plane, I'm not a big germaphobe. And I think most people that travel aren't. I think if you are, you probably get really worn out traveling really quick. Because I have known some guys that do a little uh, refresh on the cleaning of the room and there's there's typical stuff. I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. I know that the uh the remote in a hotel room is pretty nasty. But I'm sure that if if you're a true germaphobe that you know being a, a road warrior, being on the road, you know, three and four nights a week, that's just got to wear on you.
1: Wasn't it an American that said, "Please fly with us and if anything happens, we'll give you an $8,000 check if you do get the coronavirus?"
0: Ooh, I don't I know that American just released a statement the other day that they are I don't know how they put it, but they are leaving the middle seat open on a multitude of of flights so that you don't have to sit next to each other. And part of me is going, well, I don't think that's a problem because every, every (laughs) picture I've seen of a plane is not very
1: empty. Yes.
0: Um, But you know, I mean, I think they're, I think they're hurting. I know, I mean, this is going on the third week, at least you and I, that's probably between the two of us, 16 hotel rooms that we haven't reserved. 30 plus meals that we haven't eaten out. And no, we're just two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you multiply that by companies and, and states and, and, and continents and countries and, and so forth. And it, it, it adds up. I mean, the, the dollars associated with it are crazy. I'm probably going to find out how much I really owe American express when my credit cards, I haven't put anything on it in the last three weeks.
1: True. It's been revolving and now it's going to be static. And you'll Exactly. exactly
0: know. And they're probably going
1: to go, you owe us $1,800. like, "What?" <laughs> So. One thing staying home is I've really had a great chance to try a lot of my local Pittsburgh microbrews. There you go. And, I, and when I'm out traveling, I always try to drink local. But since I'm not home that much, I don't drink a lot of local beers around here. So I've discovered some really good local breweries are, around Pittsburgh. And as a matter of fact, there was a tap house in Pittsburgh that put out a desperate message on Facebook the other night please come and drink our beer. 75% off, bring as many growlers as you want. Wow. Because without all the customers, all of their, all of their vats were starting to get stale.
0: So I drove into Pittsburgh on
1: Sunday and filled up a bunch of growlers.
0: I didn't think about that. And you and I, when we, we hook up every so often on the road, we end up in the same town or or traveling together and we do uh, what's, there's a, a brewery up there, magnify, up in Jersey, which is, which is very good. good. And what's the one that you bring that you go and you stock
1: up on? Well, it's, it's a brewery out of Williamsport Pennsylvania called new trail. Mm. And they do, I'd say 85 to 90% hazy IPAs. And then they do some pale ales and some porters, but they're mostly a hazy IPA. Like you pour that into a glass, and if somebody walked up, they would have thought it was a glass of orange juice.
0: I knew, and I think you actually were the one that turned me on to some of the the hazies. The uh, where were we at? Um, uh, the barbecue place, and I think it was like steal my shun, sunshine was the first time we'd had a sip it.
1: Of, sip of sunshine. Yep. And all, uh, and you can
0: hear somebody still working in the house. The uh the printer's going off. <laughs> so, <laughs> and actually, we actually I had a hazy IPA the other day that made me think of you. Oh, what was it? I think it was from Ellison. Uh, we bought one of the variety packs. It was actually pretty good. Um, I was better than I thought it, it came in at, you know, seven or 8% out APV. Um, are you, what are you drinking tonight?
1: It's called Petulant Child IPA Okay. by Pizza Boy. It's a hazy IPA coming in at nine exactly alcohol. Wow. So
0: I've got one, which is a high stepper IPA that is out of winter garden, which is about 10 minutes from here. It's about 7%. I'm a big IPA guy. Um, but they've got a really cool, they do flights of beer and their flights are set up on a model airplane on the top of the wings, like a flight, like one of the old, yeah. Like one of the old, uh, camels or whatever that Snoopy used to fly back in the, in the days. But, uh, I think both of us have managed to find ways to pack, bring home a ton of beer when we're out traveling and uh, and that's that's always fun but yeah I always try to say drink local.
1: Oh absolutely you find some real gems out there that you would never know or uh, have ever found otherwise.
0: Oh no we were in uh, Fort Myers a couple years ago and right next to one of the the offices we were doing a project at was a a small brewery and they had a saltwater infused beer which sounds kind of gnarly but you know what? It really, it really wasn't that bad at all. I was like, you know, it's a pretty decent twist. So it's amazing to see some of the intricacies
1: of what people are actually brewing nowadays. And I'm hoping that this doesn't have too big of an impact on the microbrews because, you know, they're running pretty thin margins. They're competing with the big boys and I hope this doesn't hurt them too much. So I'm going to continue to try to buy a lot of local uh, micro brews during this time.
0: Well, and I, I think I, I think it's always about su- supporting local. I mean, both you and I work in an industry where we support a lot, a lot of local businesses. And, you know, some of the stories that I have heard coming in where, you know, some of these offices have gone from 100 people down to less than 10 in the matter of a few days. And it's, you know, it's, it's people's livelihoods. And, I, you know, that's, that's the heart. I'm a very social person like you. And it's just, you know, you've known these people. We've both been doing this for 20 years dealing with a lot of the same people and they're, you know, they're a little bit beyond friends at times and they're somewhat like family,
1: definitely and, family.
0: Yeah. Yes. And there's, you know, there's not, not anything that that you can really do to help them out. So that's, that's the tough part is that helplessness or the, the feeling of not being able to do anything.
1: Well, um, at least like the restaurants, they're doing the takeout. And uh, I saw somebody post on social media, You know, you're going to go back to this restaurant when everything opens up. So just go buy some gift cards, help them now, and then you can spend it later.
0: That's, um, and you you mentioned that I've listened to like you, a a bunch of different podcasts and one of them recommended doing that. And then the other thing that they were doing is they were actually doing uh, Venmo and PayPal just to raise money to go buy the hospital's third shift food because Smart. so many of these places are closed on third shift. You kind of forget about the guys on the third shift, first shift and second shift, you know, typically you seem to get fed places are open. I, you know, I think in the end of this, we're going to have a different definition of community. Uh, I think that the digital side of our world is going to be probably quite different um, already. I mean, you, you look at my wife with the school system, they have gone to WebEx. I mean, they're a, cisco is their phone system but you've got all these teachers and administrators that a week ago didn't know anything about webex or or how to facilitate a meeting remotely
1: yep i think at the end of this you're also going to have a new definition of what hero means
0: i would agree i would i think you know that we've been what and i'm not a big sports guy but uh, you know we've been without sports for a couple weeks and people are starting to realize that 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 may not be the end all. And and I, and I think we need that. We need, you know, those, that kind of interaction with sports people, but I don't think that's the end all to be all. I think it's nice that we've seen a lot of performers take time to do concerts. I'm a big Dave Matthews fan and he did a concert the other night. I think Garth Brooks is doing one this week, you know? So I think that part of it still shows that there's some, some hope in the world or some, some humanity left that we're not all living in silos.
1: Yeah, that Elton John raised over eight million dollars just in one night, which I thought was really good.
0: That's crazy, I, you know. And that's and that's that's you know what we need to to kind of focus on, and, and as we go forward, because I think when we come out of this, is things are going to look very, very different. You know, they're going to have people that never dreamed of working remotely that, you know, you realize it can be done.
1: Yeah, and a lot of I think a lot of managers that never wanted to give people the the latitude or the self empowerment to work remotely or work from home and now you've been doing it for a month and a half you're going to have a tougher time relinquishing that uh that right and getting them back again
0: well i mean you're like me you probably spend you know at least one day before this working from home i'm guarantee that you're not working nine to five when you're at home you're probably starting earlier than that right
1: yes i absolutely get down here before the kids start making the noise and the dogs start barking
0: yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean, here you know, my wife gets up, and she's usually out of the house by seven. Typically, I'll go exercise or whatever. But by eight fifteen, I'm I'm usually working, doing something. Um, that I think that's you know, to me, that reminds me of that old school management where they they have to eyeball you to make sure that you're sitting at your desk, yep. you know, doing whatever you're supposed to be doing.
1: I'm yeah, this to- is going to dramatically affect universities, schools, and especially you know businesses where you were expected to to show up in physical form every day. And, and I think that will change.
0: Yep, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So you think you're going to weather the storm that uh, the family's not going to turn on you?
1: <laughs> they're they're going to be a mutiny. Huh? Mm, they're like going to go said, tiger
0: King on you and feed you to a horse. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Our family went down that rabbit hole a couple uh, of days ago.
0: Man, it's just, uh, I haven't finished the whole series and I'm not a big TV guy, but Every so often I'll get hooked on something and that's that's right up my alley. I call it LDC TV, lowest common denominator. That's me.
1: Well uh, I couldn't watch the whole thing, but the, the family did and I would come through and get get snippets of meth heads without teeth and yeah. rednecks with guns, singing country music. Yeah, it, yeah, it's that was a train wreck that was hard to look away from. Oh
0: man, but that just shows you where that's how that's how bored we are. <laughs>
1: He ran for president. Did you know that? That what? The Tiger King ran for president. It doesn't surprise me.
0: <laughs> I can't believe that the whole thing didn't take place in Florida. Honestly,
1: so was I. I thought yeah. sure that was Florida. Yeah,
0: I was waiting for like Dateline Central Florida where I live. <laughs> but that no dice. So if if people want to hook up and uh, find you out on Untapped, where where do they look for you on Untapped?
1: That is a good question. I think it's just my full name. Just, I think it's just Wilkinson Rodney Wilkinson, yep,
0: yeah, hit them up and uh share some beers we're again, we're doing a lot of that. if you are a beer person beer guy beer beer girl, untap's a great way they actually um you know you can check into where you're at, and they've now um put up a location called untapped at home.
1: I saw that, I thought yeah, that yeah, so really if cool. you look
0: down through the 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 feed that most everybody's kind of untapped at home. Hopefully, if everybody kind of complies, we can get through this and, and come out in another few weeks and and see what the new normal looks like. The new normal, absolutely. Yeah. So, Rodney, I appreciate the evening. I appreciate the time. Uh, oh, thank you. you. And, and the whole Wilkinson family, take it easy and stay safe. Thank you, Steve. All right. For Have everybody else, since we're not traveling, I can't say travel safe. But thanks for listening. Bye.